0: folks, Welcome to the Roots Report Podcast, presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by The Parlor, R1 Entertainment, the Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Grace Ale Brewing of Rhode Island, and SC Microphones. I am your host, John Fusick. Today we have filmmaker, writer, actor, and artist, John Waters. Waters is best known for his films Pink Flamingos and Hairspray. John Waters is coming to Rhode Island and will be bringing his John Waters Christmas show to the Columbus Theater on Saturday. Saturday, December 10th. Hello. Hi, John. Yep. Hi, it's John Fusick from Motif Magazine in Rhode Island. How are you? I'm well. How are you? All right. Are you in Baltimore? Yep. So you still live down there?
1: I've always lived here for
0: my life. Oh, okay. I, uh, I was in Baltimore a few years back, and I saw a giant flamingo and was told that that was because of you.
1: Well... It was a store that I had nothing to do with and didn't care for very much, so um, it didn't have anything to do with me. They may have thought it did, and that is no longer there. Oh. (laughs) Uh, It wasn't the artist's fault who made the flamingos, but I had absolutely nothing. I was never, ever even went in that restaurant in my entire life.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I kind of was angry about it because it seemed to me to imply that I did have something to do with the restaurant.
0: Oh, (laughs) So, that
1: was a long time ago the restaurant's closed it's gone and they're trying to find a place for the flamingo which i'm fine about
0: that it was pretty big as i remember It was like yeah, two, or yeah,
1: three, it was in, two or three yeah, stories yeah,
0: tall yeah
1: yeah it was in front of yeah i know in hampton yeah
0: yeah uh, so uh charm city baltimore's charm city
1: well that doesn't really call it that much they changed it to harm city <laughs> then they had the city that reads they changed it to the city that bleeds then they had then they had believe be and they changed it to be evil So I think they should have one that just says, dare to come here.
0: so uh you're going to be coming to providence to do a christmas show Yep. you want to tell me about the christmas show i somehow i don't associate you with christmas
1: well you never read my book then because i had one book called why i love christmas and i've been doing this christmas show for 20 years
0: oh i know times. i've seen i've yep. seen that it's it's a and long-standing I rewrite it
1: thing. every year you're right it sounds like a very wholesome thing but i i i do the show for people that hate christmas or love christmas people that have no connection to christmas but no matter what you you can't escape it it's coming at you like a bulldozer so um i think it'll make you feel better no matter what your feelings are about christmas when you walk in
0: well i'm kind of a an anti-christmas person i haven't celebrated christmas in 35 years
1: well then you'll have fun with it because i certainly make fun of the tradition even though even buying a ticket to the john Motors christmas show proves that you're you're in a way questioning it and you're and you're you're already satirizing it by even coming to see it.
0: What is it that you made you decide to start doing a Christmas show?
1: Because I do love Christmas, maybe for all the wrong reasons. Because of all the of all the extreme emotional things that happen when you're in the middle of doing a Christmas show. So um, you know, you everybody has to go home to their families. Everybody's trying to deal with politics. Everybody's having to go with debt. Everybody's trying to be in packed airplanes, or everybody has COVID. I mean, it's you know, it's um, there's it's even worse than ever now.
0: Well, that's part of the reason I don't. like christmas because of all those (laughs) reasons
1: yeah but in the same way i give you crazy things that you can do to counter those things that will make you be able to get through it
0: so is this like an audience participation thing
1: no well it's a 70 minute monologue and then 20 minutes of questions so yes then it's audience participation okay but no it is a 70 minute completely written monologue
0: oh okay now you have a, a book that just came out liar mouth
1: Yeah
0: You want to talk about that a little bit? Maybe that might make That's about
1: That's about a woman That steals suitcases in airports And uh, she she loves to lie Because it makes her feel Superior and prettier And sexier And and smarter than everybody else Uh, She's a pathological character That you would never want to meet In real life But I think you'll have a good time Spending a couple hundred pages With her and all the criminal stuff she does
0: Now this is your first novel?
1: First novel But I've written 17 movies They're fiction
0: Right, (laughs) right That's what I was going to say I mean I know you've written a lot
1: It's a different form, and and it's a a different way. When you write a novel, you write about and go deeper into characters' feelings and their motivation and everything, where in a movie they have to say it or show it.
0: Right, and you're only 90 pages for a a movie, and it's...
1: Yeah, a minute a page, yeah.
0: Right, right. What made you decide to write a book, or is it just a natural progression? I've written
1: lots of other books. I've written six other books. Well, I know, but uh, but a novel. They weren't, yeah, first novel. Just to try something new try something i hadn't done i don't even I'm a, I'm a fan of fiction so i just wanted to uh try something i hadn't done and i did and uh now it's going to be a movie somebody optioned it to be a movie oh so really that's see. great you going to start writing the screenplay right after the christmas tour
0: now don't you usually produce your own movies though
1: no i don't produce my own or direct I mean, them rather i direct them on i'll direct this too oh okay but producers by the right they're the people that have put the money up
0: oh okay yeah it's it's the film business is kind of confusing sometimes for for the non
1: well it's all agony <laughs> <laughs> it's not really i wrote a whole book called mr mill at all's about all my hollywood experiences and i have no bitterness to it. they treated me fairly Oh,
0: well, that's good they told me uh that you just put out a, a- you're doing some music now?
1: Well, it's not really music. It's uh, it's a it's a record, but I cover a comedy routine record that was the number one song in the country in 1952 that very few people remember called It's in the Book by John Stanley. And it's a persnickety comedian doing Little Bo Peep, but it was the first sick joke I ever heard as a kid, and it influenced me for the rest of my life, my sense of humor. So I wanted to pay tribute to this maybe forgotten uh comedy record and um, so I'm I'm happy to have a Christmas record and it's on it's on a gold 45 so I can say I have a gold record even before it even sells one copy
0: (laughs) do you ever do any music music stuff
1: no if I could sing I would have exploited that years ago (laughs) but I do have I did have two Grammy nominations for Best Spoken Word for Carsec uh, and Mister Millitol.
0: Oh, I thought you I, won the Grammys for those. You didn't win Grammys. No, just...
1: I did not win. Oh, Michelle Obama won the second time after all her lobbying, and uh, <laughs> and, and uh, Joan Rivers won the first time. She died, that bitch. <laughs>
0: was it? Somebody I talked to recently was up for the Grammy at the same time as the as Michelle Obama. And that was...
1: Oh, you know, the same time that was, too. Though. Yeah,
0: I forgot who it was now. it's I've been talking to so many people, I forget who it was yeah. now. Somebody told me that you do a retreat. I think it's in Connecticut?
1: Well, a retreat, I guess you could call it that. It's the John Waters Summer Camp. Oh, okay. come to a beautifully restored summer camp and live and celebrate my characters for four days. And we have guest counselors like Kathleen Turner and Debbie Harry. And this year it's uh, Johnny Knoxville, and so we've had lots of. It's it's amazing. It's it's truly an amazing event. It's a cult, but it's a good cult.
0: So, how do people find out about that to be involved in that, or is that something that's I don't very know. exclusive? it's sold
1: out, so It's sold out. So they find
0: out. <laughs> <laughs> well, somebody I know said they went a few years ago. Yeah, that's,
1: that's. I mean, it's it's online. I mean, it's it's. Uh, it's written about, we don't ever let the, the press came once the first year of the New York Times, we like covered it. And I've never had press since or guest lists or anything because then people will know what happens there. This is culture and secret, you know, <laughs> but we tell good secret. We don't encourage you to leave your parents. We tell them to bring them. People get married at my camp. Oh really? Yeah.
0: What, what is the Of all the things you've done in your life, what is the thing that you're most proud of?
1: I'm proud of being able to never have to get a real job for 50 years, but however, I've, I've had to work longer hours than anybody else, but uh, I think that I really never had to change. The rest of the world kind of did, and I'm not one bit. I I celebrate that with no irony and everything. It just means that stick with what you can do and keep trying to do it. I always had an audience. It might've been a small one and it might've not have been a normal one, but somebody has to like your work besides your mother and the person
0: you're sleeping with. That's the first step the world is a crazy place and we've in this country we've gone through so much shit over the years and people have come out from under the rocks that should have stayed under the rocks and i uh, what do you think what do you what's your feeling about the way things are going do you have a positive outlook or a kind of well, pessimistic so my, my whole show
1: is that basically oh okay so, um how do I feel that everything's falling apart, and you want to drink the Kool Aid and end it all? But then I have a insane optimism of how we're going to fix everything in ludicrous ways.
0: You're a fan of Joe Biden, which is a good thing. I've, I heard that.
1: Yeah, I don't get everybody hates him, you know. Or I don't get why it's such a relief to have somebody that leaks acts like a president. He has a. You know, he has a good hair weave, a smart wife, <laughs> drugs in the family so he can understand what America's going through. He lets potheads out of jail. He's a he's a Catholic for gay marriage and abortion. I mean, what what else? Maybe he'll send us all hundred thousand dollars for Christmas. Maybe
0: he is senile. Good. <laughs> I don't think he's senile. I don't know. I think Me either, it, but everybody's saying that well maybe he'll send you a hundred thousand dollars. Shut up. Well, the peep that's the funny thing is, is that the right is is revered for Ronald Reagan, who was definitely senile.
1: Oh, I could stand Ronald Reagan. He, he, I hold him responsible for the death of many of my friends from AIDS. He never mentioned it.
0: Oh, I know. He was... I'm not a fan of his at all. I don't really... I, I don't know why they revere him so much. He was such a horrible person and his wife. Oh, my gosh.
1: <laughs> and she was a fag hag.
0: She was a shrew.
1: <laughs> but have you seen their son ronald Reagan jr he does, he's the spokesman for american atheists and does a tv show the tv ad which is astounding
0: oh i haven't seen that i don't yeah know just it.
1: google it. it'll come right up I,
0: I i i knew he was around and i knew that the kids had some issues with the family over the years but i haven't really seen much of him lately he's a good guy well that's that's good considering where he came from which is surprising well there's some good people
1: he was a heterosexual ballet dancer, which was even more rare.
0: Yes. So uh, this is the 50th anniversary of Pink Flamingos. Are you going to be doing any celebrating for that?
1: Well, I did, but it came out for Criterion, put out a beautiful new version of it. And I <laughs> toured with it. and It was all new younger audiences seeing it. So there's this beautiful version they just put out with lots of extras. And we found a lot of the people that are in it that lived in the homes where it was. We went to tell them about the atrocities that happened in their house. <laughs>
0: And how did they react to that?
1: They are pretty good. You can see it. It's on the film. It's on the Criterion Package. You can. I go in the houses where we filmed and call them about it.
0: That must have been interesting. <laughs> I know that film was full of a lot of very bizarre stuff, and you, you pushed the envelope for 1972, and I, I
1: wonder... Oh, it's worse now.
0: <laughs> what were you like as a kid? You must have been interesting as a kid.
1: Well, let's just say I wasn't bored, and I didn't care when anybody thinks I had lots of friends as long as I was by myself.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, the thing is, is that you've always been true to yourself, right? I mean, that's a whole thing that, that's well, made you guess, who you but I also always wanted
1: to have hit movies, and I knew how the business worked, and I was practical
0: in some ways. I mean, it's a good thing, because, I mean, I understand where you're coming from, where what you do is you've, you know you've never had a well people use that quote unquote real job but what you do is a real job but people don't really associate no,
1: i was joking about that but certainly it's not, I don't have a bunch of time clock, and if I did, I'd have a lot of
0: overtime. <laughs> right, that's the whole thing, is people don't understand how much work actually is involved in this. I do a lot of creative stuff. I'm an artist, I'm a musician, and I know that it's a it's a 24-7 kind of thing, where it's like, you're never really off. It's No, you're not, right. I, I wake up in the middle of the night, and I write notes, I write song lyrics. Is that Every when of, I wake up in the middle of the
1: night and write something down, I read it in the morning, it makes no sense.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do that, too. We have
1: to wrap this up soon, because I have another one at 2.05
0: oh okay um well anything else you want to uh talk to about uh for this No, I
1: didn't. you have to ask the question
0: <laughs> <laughs> well are you going to have uh are you going to do a, a post uh show you're going to be in the lobby signing books or anything at the no conference?
1: i think uh, i don't know if in this i have to look on each one we have what we call group therapy where people pay Actually, It's just like a meet and greet but i don't i don't pose for selfies with COVID. no but I don't remember if in this city we have books or records, whatever, we'll see. But I, I don't have that information in front of me. But there's usually something um, afterwards that we call group therapy where I think 50 people are out to stay. It's like a meet and greet.
0: Okay. is that a ma- That's something you'll have to wear masks for, though, correct?
1: Uh, I'm on stage. Nobody gets near me. Nobody, you know, it's not like anybody's handing me something to sign. That doesn't happen.
0: Oh, uh, okay. I just want to thank you for taking the time okay, to talk sure. with me.
1: Looking forward to coming in. I'm played in Providence Town, a while. I hate it when people call Providence Town where I live Providence Town. That's right, right. It makes
0: me crazy. Well, <laughs> yeah, it makes me crazy because we're so close, but we're so far apart. I mean, we're only yeah, 90 yeah. miles away. So, all right. Well, all right, well, thank you, sir. Thank you. It's been a privilege right. talking to you. Okie dokie, thanks to John Waters for being part of this episode of the Roots Report podcast. Waters will bring his John Waters Christmas show to the Columbus Theater on Saturday, December 10th. For more about the show, peck her over to columbustheater.com. The Roots Report podcast is presented by Motif Magazine and sponsored by The Parlor, Arwen Entertainment, The Trinity Brewhouse Beer Garden, Gray Sale Brewing of Rhode Island, and SE Microphones. Thanks for listening.